0: Wow, what a round, what a game, what a sport we follow. Welcome to the Rugby Report Card for another week. Uh, you're here with the, the usual team. Well, not, not the full ensemble, not the full trifecta, but you're here with Jim. Yep. And Blake. Yep. Well, well it's not you, Jim. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, Richard again this week. He's still in the land of plenty. Doing some research for us. Yeah, he's coming back with the uh, the graphs and the data and the stats yeah. from the the Northern Hemisphere what, and what they do up there, which yeah. is great. It's and great it, you for know, dick. It's important for us to get a Northern Hemisphere perspective on this World Cup yeah. year. So,
1: well, that's where most of the money from our
0: Patreon goes, sending Dick up over there. To <laughs> so, thanks for all those stats. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Um, all right, well, uh, another huge weekend of Super Rugby. Mm. Um, lots and lots to talk about. We actually, we got out to a game this weekend. Yeah, we did. And um, you
1: know what? It wasn't the actual teams that got us there. It was the interest in the new stadium. It was the interest in the new stadium. If the Tars were playing the Jags at fucking... Whatever, I probably wouldn't have gone, man.
0: Yeah.
1: But the new stadium got me there.
0: The new stadium got me so there, So don't worry so, yeah. about
1: how they get their fans, as long as they're coming.
0: Well, should we start with the... Um Parramatta, lovely suburb. A little bit of a rugby I haven't been there in a very long time. I haven't been to Parramatta for a long time. That's some rugby chat though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have not been to Parramatta for a very long time. Um, should, we, should we start while we're talking about experience? So if, if you don't know, if you're a Sydney sider, obviously you're aware of Bankwest Stadium, get out of your fucking eastern suburbs high-rise and yeah, head out. Pieces of shit. <laughs> we're, we're joking. We're facetious. <laughs> um, but for those of you not... Uh, not in Sydney, the SFS is being renovated. Don't worry about the schools, um, but actually timely renovation. It's a proper shithole. It is a shit hole. Um So SFS is being renovated. So the Tars are playing um, all around the state. So they've been out of Brookvale, sellout crowd. They've been up to Newcastle, I believe. Brookvale was opening round. Six or seven people.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and now they've been out to Parramatta twice. Newcastle
1: was dismal. Yeah, it was poor. But it was real poor.
0: That's proper league heartland out there.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and then uh, over to Bank West now, which is a brand new stadium, uh, largely for the Parramatta Reels and the Rugby League. But So what, what were your experiences, Jim? Um, look, there was no one there, so it was it was fine. <laughs> I got the train in. You, how was that, coming from the city?
1: Yeah, look, the Rabbitohs were playing at the same time. A lot of people go into that game on the train in. Um, Many Tars fans on the train? A few. A lot of Jags fans. Heaps of South Americans yeah, on the way Yeah, I thought
0: that too. So. I was very impressed with
1: the uh, South American uh, they, contingent. They, they, they must like the sport over there. I love how we classify the whole continent as being Jags fans. But it would have to be wouldn't it? It's just Argentina <laughs> I it? know. Chile
0: like rugby? <laughs> I think Chile doesn't mind rugby. Well get them a team. <laughs> no, no, Get no, a no. conference going we, over there. We've got too many conferences. There's too many teams. No, no. The, 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 the whole no, I'm an expansionist man. It's going to be bigger. It's going to be better. Um, my views in the stadium. I'm definitely not an expansionist. We'll get back to that. <laughs> I just said it to suit me. Uh, my views in the stadium. Fuck you can't park. Can't park? We drove out there, the first park was oh you permit holder, no. Next park was oh you water member member gold class platinum no. <laughs> <laughs> they both lied to us where to go to next. <laughs> the, the next dude. one was head off to the Leagues Club, sold out. The next one was park in this nursing home and there's like one security guard trying to get people not to. Never everyone has disabled parking. Um and then so we had to park just in, in Church Street Parramatta, which, you know, it's nice. Quite straight. Was, was that a plan in the word church no no it's an up and about street it's happening <laughs> in Parramatta
1: I literally last time I went to Parramatta was years ago Years ago, and it's not how I remembered it. No, it's,
0: it's, it's a bit of hustle bustle. But of hustle bustle. I was surprised they had a little arts theatre on, the, on the Parramatta i I've seen a play there. Have you? Is that Fatty from Blue Healers? Terrible. Oh, yeah, It was terrible. It was a one man <laughs> play. It was an absolute train.
1: <laughs> you don't go from Blue Healers to the stage. You can go from the stage to Blue Healers. But I think you have to. You can't to, go back to the stage. I think you have to. Heelers. I think
0: you have to say, I'm going back to my roots. I don't know. It was terrible. Um, it's but,
1: like when they play for the Shoot Shield on their bye week.
0: What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm in for that too. Although it's a little unfair. It's a bit like Matt me We're coming back. Yeah. Um, yeah, but so we parked a mile away and walked, but it was nice to walk through Parramatta. Mm. Um, got to the stadium. It was fairly... T- tickets are cheap. General admission, 27 bucks. And you can sit wherever you want. They tried yeah. to sell us a
1: $50 ticket. No, mate. We'll be getting the cheap one and sitting on the halfway line. There was no security
0: telling me where to go. No. And once you get inside though. It's delicious, isn't it? It's it's man, that's awesome. That's a really cool stadium. What's it sit looks to be about thirty thousand? I'm just making that up. That's yeah. just nothing but a hunch. 30, 40. Um but it's, it's beautiful and it's so high the mm, way it's built. Like and you just get a incredible view of the game. And even the seats, like the, the between the rows, is quite high. So the people in front of you, there's yeah. no blocked view there. Um I, I reckon it's it's amazing for spectating. And the acoustics and the lighting before the game, it's fucking, it's awesome. Mm. I really, really, I was so impressed by that stadium. And there was a, you know what? I thought the crowd was going to be worse. It was a half-decent crowd. Yeah, Um, And it too. felt bigger than it was, I think, because of the nature of the stadium. The acoustics were quite good. Um, oh, mate, I liked it out there. I don't think they'll be out there too often because they can't get a crowd that's out west. Wrong. That's wrong. They can't get a r- crowd in the city. Yeah, but they go bloody Brookvale, sell out. Yeah, but I just think that
1: was because it was round one. I really do.
0: Oh, man, I don't know. Rugby, They just. that's where the rugby fans are.
1: They lost that game too, as they lost this one. There was no atmosphere there. Like, I know that's the people attending who are in charge of that, but there literally was nothing.
0: Yeah, I thought the stadium added a bit. I was very impressed with the stadium, but far out. You can't get a schooner. No, I can't get a schooner. That, but, but it was because they just didn't open most of the bars. Yeah, about one in three was open because they just knew nothing's doing here.
1: Mister Trick there,
0: um, the bloke in front of me in the, the schooner line style four beers. It's funny watching him try and like, sir, sir. And he just took off. He just took off, mate. Yeah, they were rattled. This is very funny. Man, um, yeah, good stadium. Mm. I got a Jags jersey out of it. He did. I did So thanks to Nick Who uploads our podcast everywhere. He does his own podcast On Green and Gold When he was in South America Who picked us up A Jags jersey I'm going to say it Best best jersey in the uh, In the whole club
1: Caught a few people's eye too Yeah Because you can't actually Purchase them anywhere in Australia Even when they come here Yeah It's a joke man So thanks Nick set up a merch store You shit together
0: There was a Tars merch store No one in line no, for it God no. Who wants a Tars jersey mm, We'll get to the Tars in a minute um, but should we just should we scoot through the round of Super Rugby as scoot it was? It. Scoot it on. So first up, Jimbo, the uh, Chiefs v the Reds. Mm. Any takeaways on this one? Just wait. Let me get it going. Let me get going. Don't push me too hard,
1: too early. You know it's early here. We're doing an early pod this week. I don't know why? I think they insisted a six am pod just for dynamics, I imagine. Mm. Reds vs Chief, Is that we were asking about?
0: That is what I was asking about.
1: Reds could have won this one. Chiefs have put in a fucking gallant effort. Of defending, they they really did hold them out all over the park. I think the tackle count was like three to one the ratio.
0: Bad heart, mate. They had a lot was. of ball,
1: the Reds, but they just have no way to break the line when Karevi's just doing
0: his thing. It's as simple as that, isn't it? Without without Karevi, there is no um, X factor in this team, uh, which makes it really really hard. Obviously, no Lucas to come off the bench and offer that second playmaker. Mm. Um, I think that. That's the whole story, isn't it? That's the whole story. That, and I'll tell you what did impress me about the Reds, though. At the end of the first half, I thought it was all over. I thought they were absolutely done and dusted and the Chiefs is going to pump them. Um, I thought they showed heart to get in there and win that second half, um, keep the Chiefs scoreless, control of possession. They're, they're a young forward pack, did a lot of work. Um, but they just have less than no attack. Um, and that's where someone like Naivalu shits me. You're the one wallaby in this back line. You're the one bloke who's genuinely lightning and a powerful runner. Do some fucking work, man.
1: Get off your wing. And I'm starting to feel that about Peier too. I don't think he's that crash man. He's a small dude who gets manhandled around. Yeah. He, he, he has endless potential but has never done it. And how long do you give someone to just go, oh, he doesn't have it? He doesn't have it? No.
0: Enjoy France next year, yeah. champ. We're done with you. Um, McDermott, I think, was really, really impressive. Salako Loto. Um, other than one... Just give up, attempted tackling. Um, I think he's coming into form, and the last two three weeks is sort of a reminder of why he was in that Wallaby six spot. Um, he's got to be in the conversation for it again. He just was just just gets lazy once or twice a game. It just would be disheartening
1: when you just fucking try so hard all the time and nothing actually changes. Yeah, because I don't reckon this Reds team has progressed that much as the teams as the season's gone on. I beg to differ. I think in
0: spite of injuries, this Reds team is now pretty legitimate, mate. I have really high hopes for them next season.
1: Reds, injuries or not, you can't factor the injuries in. I just reckon the Chiefs are the whipping boys of the New Zealand Conference now after the Blues beat them last week. They were all over them, man. They did have a chance to win it late, the old Reds,
0: and the Chiefs held out, but their defence was fucking unquestionable. Yeah, well, I just think that's a lack of attack by the Reds, though. Yeah, Look, these are, mate. to make it to this level, you certainly know how to tackle. So you can't just run one-out shit and think they're going to fall off a tackle. But they do. You've, that's what I'm saying. The Reds have got no innovation here. You've got to do something to break that line. Um, even if the Chiefs don't have their superstars playing, they're still going to tackle, mate. Um, I think the Chiefs, though, what, what's clear as day this year is um, they're a bit of a tars. And what I mean by that is they're a team of nobodies surrounded by some gun internationals. And when the Gun Internationals aren't playing, Ritalik, McKenzie, yeah. etc., Leonard Brown...
1: Who, um, they're huge. like Ritalik's swing in their performance is huge.
0: But they didn't play, and yeah. that's why they sucked. Um, the one that really impressed me, though, and you've got to give him props, mate. The old mate had a fucking broken neck 10 months ago. Best on park, Sam Kane. Yeah. He just went, no, no, no I'll be the old like seven. I see what you're doing, Artie, but I'll raise you. In oh, my return with a broken neck. Artie's pretty good.
1: Yeah, but Sam Kane's a 7. Sam Kane is a 7.
0: Oh, I'm picking that side, mate. They're both on my side. Yeah. Artie's playing 6, Sam Kane's 7, Kieran Reid's 8. I know you don't have the line-out option as, don't need as clear. Um, Squire making his return for the Highlanders. Fuck, Artie
1: jumps. Kieran Reid jumps. And you've got two second rowers, man. That covers you on all bases. That might be what it is.
0: I just think in this day and age... At that international level you you must execute at set piece you must have a third genuine option at six to jump and then eight has to be your three and a half option How tall are, if you look are at, he
1: not a genuine jumper
0: that's all is see that's all you No, running. i think he's a half jumper yeah and what i mean by that is you can go to him but you want to go to him once a half you yeah. don't want to go to him three or four times i gotcha um, so, mate, I, I thought it was showed a lot of heart. The Reds, not to give up. Average age of 22 in that side.
1: I don't give a fuck how old they are, man. I don't care if they win or lose. Yeah, I mean, that's... You're not wrong. No, they are not each wrong. They just run that a bit too much for my liking. Well, they
0: don't. The, the fucking media kind of, Yeah, does. Tim
1: Horan loves mentioning how old everyone is.
0: Yeah, and he also loves... Because he's
1: he's got a vested interest in their, their progression. So he's always like, oh, they're a young team. Whatever, man.
0: Mate, if I'm a, if I'm a Reds fan, though... I'm I'm excited for next season. Yeah, um, we said that last year, so
1: I don't know how much
0: weight that holds anymore. Yeah, but get Lucas in at ten. McDermen, there we go. Talking Karevi, about next
1: year's. I care powder. about next weekend, man. What's doing round sixteen?
0: Yeah, and nothing good. No, I know that. <laughs> Absolutely nothing good. <laughs>
1: well, I hope they beat the Tars. They get the Tars and hope the Brumbies beat them. Don't they ever? Why do you hate the Tars so much? Because they that shit, man. Like there's nothing to get behind. Absolutely nothing.
0: Yeah, but you've always hated the Tars. Yeah. Don't come on here pretending this is. No, it. I hate just, them. When they won the title, mate, I had me Tars jersey. I switched fucking allegiance real quick. You you were loyal in your hatred. Yeah, I don't like them. You're, I don't. You're in New, mate, you were born in England. Yeah, grew a start. up in New South Wales. Do a couple years in Canberra, and you reckon you can hate the Tars? What's doing?
1: <laughs> I hated the Tars before I went down there. I just think they're entitled, and I don't like them.
0: <laughs> they're entitled.
1: <in> <laughs> <laughs> That's why, and I genuinely have a disposition to root for underdogs. Fucking whatever sport it is, I turn it on, I'm going for the losing Yeah, but team. what
0: point are the Tars the underdogs, mate?
1: <laughs> <laughs> they do suck. But there's still this level of expectation
0: on them. They're coming second, man. They're a point off the top. No, they're, come not. In no, third, they're not. No, they're coming third. And That's right. By a long way. Yeah. Um, all right, well, next one, yeah. we'll, we'll get to the Tars. We'll shit on them in a minute. Um. Next one, though, was the Brumbies v. the Bulls. Um. And, mate, can I jump in? Because I was excited. Fucking, oh. I was up and about. This was a great game. I really enjoyed this because the how good the Bulls are can't be understated. Mm. Like they I agree with you. They're they're a fucking very good. They've got a very dominant pack. Don't get me wrong. Without Pollard, they're not the same side. And I think you've got to take you've got to take that pinch of salt in this. Performance. And he
1: defended poorly that
0: ten that they got going. What's yeah. his name, Lombie? Libok. Libok. You've got to take that pinch of salt. But without Pollard, they lose a lot. But it's undeniable that their forward pack is immense. Um, And they've got a back three that are deadly. And I think that's a pretty big equation. And that's why you need that Pollard in the middle. He's sort of the glue that puts it together. Mm. But they still had an immense forward pack with a dangerous back three. And I think what I really liked is at halftime I was worried. Because the Brumbies get their ascendancy through the eight. And it was clear after 40 minutes they couldn't do it. They didn't have their ascendancy up front against the Bulls. It was pretty evenly matched, and the Bulls even pushed them over for a try. Mm. Um, the Bulls had the better rolling ball in the first half. I was like, fuck, what is the Brumbies' plan B here? Um, and then in the second half, they showed us their plan B. They're big boys. The, the, the backs the big. F- took over for the Brumbies, and the forwards were like, no, nah, we got this. Yeah. We got this. I always had a hunch that the Brumbies would come in with a soggy sail, but... Definitely the boys for the Bulls up front, huge. Yeah, what got me nervous though is the Bulls didn't tire the week before. The rebels thought the Bulls would tire and I was like the Bulls going not tire. That if that's your coaching tactic, oh they'll get tired, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> you are an idiot. Well that was what I was worried about, but um they didn't. The the Brumbies stuck in there and the forward pack took some ascendancy in the second half. But it's nice to say for the Brumbies it was the backs that did it. Mm. There's well, TK, TK man,
1: I don't know what the difference is between what he's doing now and what he was previously done, and why it's working now. I think
0: it's pretty clear. I don't see much change in his playing or no, his intent. There's, there's two factors here, Jim. One is Walk up. No, 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 you're way wrong. One is Canberra's put in a light rail, <laughs> and the K-trains got jealous. That's the first one. What's the second one? So that that's number one, and you can't you can't forget that. Okay, <laughs> to, they're going to gonna put in a fucking light rail for the 16 people that live there and K-Train was no mate this is my town I'm mm. the only train in this hood so K-Train that's one uh, number 2 preseason, he didn't go on the Northern Hemisphere tour mm. he just wasn't injured he actually looks fit I saw him singing the team song mate you could great cheese on mm. that bloke's abs
1: yeah he's a shredded monster he looks absolute
0: 40. he couldn't look older <laughs> yeah. but Jesus he looks fit looks proper and i reckon
1: skipping a tour skipping a couple of games man it creates that desire again because it can really put you in the motions and just like here we go again
0: yeah yeah and makes you want that jersey again Mm because i think there was a lot of conversation about him not having it he looks fit and i think the moment i was like holy shit the k train is fucking 2015 level form Mm -hmm. 79th minute covering tackle 79th minute, you've won the game. Smokes a 40-meter covering tackle, first bike up off, off the ground. Mm. And if I'm a coach, the one thing I'm interested in, how quick do my blokes get up off the ground?
1: Interestingly enough, no one's putting their hand up to challenge the jersey, so he doesn't even need to do it. That's obviously not the logic going on, but it's not going to be fucking two dads. It's not going to be three
0: hip hodge. Well, yeah, if we if we have that conversation about 13, someone was tweeting us um, asking us, Alright, I can see K Train is your 13 at this point. Has to be. Who's your backup? Yeah, that's the he goes down, who's your backup? No, there's none. Because I don't think. It'll be two dads, surely. If it is two dads. It, it shouldn't be. Jim. And it confirms wash your all our suspicions. Fucking mouth out. <laughs> if that bloke is anywhere near a swag, you are kidding. Um. I think uh, the the obvious solution is Kerevi to 13, but I don't think that does Karevi justice. If you want Karevi to play 12, which he should... He can only play 12. He can only play 12. They are completely different positions, and to assume that you can shift one to the other is just absurd. But they
1: will assume. They don't have a backup, a worthy one anyway, and that's what they'll do. So And they'll be of the mindset, if we train for that situation, we'll be fine. no. Because in the back of his mind in that training, he'll be like, fuck, which position am I playing? And when he finds out Tuesday, three days out from a
0: game, that he's playing 13 instead of 12, it's just fucking too much of a change. See, for me, you know, previous to bigotry, Folau's my backup 13. Is he? But, you know, Who's that, man? The guy hates gays. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did you see him? He was doing photos of him in the gym. Yeah. He's never, ever done anything like that before. Now he's doing videos of him in the gym. That's what the NFL players do when they're looking for a contract. Yeah, yeah. They post, they post yeah, their workups out. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'll I, well, we'll, we'll see what, he? I was, I was thinking how, because oh, I was watching those videos of like him in the gym just to get myself up and about I always go. think, dude, I could do that.
1: What's the difference between him and me? A bit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Uh, I think what's interesting, though, is just imagine going from having Seventeen masseuses on standby, six physios, a strength and conditioning coach. Someone monitoring your diet, a coach talking to you. Having to be at training by nine a.m. Mm. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Blah yeah. blah blah blah. And now, blah, and blah, now he's blah, doing dumbbells at Snap. And he- <laughs> <laughs> And now he's fucking living our thing, which is how do you get to Snap Fitness after you've had a few too many the night before? How do you pick yourself up to go? I mean, he's having to wait till Saturday midnight to go to the gym. Yeah, and thirty minutes into your workout, and your heart rate's up, and someone else is on the machine. Do you just go home. He's trying to get his mate into crunch. <laughs> do you just go home?
1: So I thought,
0: how do you make that segue?
1: It's tough, but he'd be. I reckon he's like loving it though. He's loving the simpleness of his life and the, from the roots up, I'm building, this is a real yeah, he's phase. loving, not getting paid. Yeah, I don't think he... I think he's got enough money. Yeah.
0: Anyway, back to the back to Brummies because we've given that bigot way too much airtime the last few weeks. Yeah. Uh, but um, so I, 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 you go, sorry. Oh, mate, I just think Pete Samu, best on park by a Country Mile. Yeah, I've always been a Samu fan. I've always loved yeah, him. Yeah, but... What are we going to say about the tucked-in shirt? Yeah, well, He's not doing it anymore. He
1: was doing it because
0: he must have come out in a
1: tackle or something because it was tucked in at some point.
0: It was tucked in? Definitely tucked in. Oh, I make sure every week. Mullet.
1: I make sure every week. I miss a lot of things, but I don't miss that. I wanted to say how underused a grubber kick behind the line for Speckman to run onto is for this Bulls team. So many times if that ball stayed in, he would have been first there. Um. Yeah, absolutely.
0: All right, you recovered from your sneeze, did you? Yeah, thanks for the blessing. No, no worries. Um, yeah, the, the, I'm telling you, that's my prediction for this World Cup. The kick in behind the winger is going... Like, the team that can nail that, minus the All-Bucks who would just win. Because the I team even, who can even nail think that if that dominant. sits in the dead ball line, what they ground it, the is worth it. I, I would back, love... Rebuild, rebuild! I would love in rugby. I mean, I don't want any more kicking. But I wouldn't mind <laughs> if we got rid of the 22. Like, if you grounded in goal, it was on you to get out, or it was a line dropout like league... Just he didn't have that 22-metre extra gain just to bring in those attacking kicks a little bit more, yeah. which would mean you have to keep your full-back and your wingers back close to the line. But you
1: know where it lets itself down, man, is the inconsistency of the dead ball line. Some fields you go to and it's 40 metres, the dead ball line. And then you go play in Argentina
0: and it's a centimetre. Yeah, but Jim, you're thinking about your fourth-grade career. Mm-hmm. How, how's some of those fields you go to? <laughs> the dead ball line's the size of your foot. Yeah. <laughs> It's a crazy line. Um, uh, I mean, we've got to give it to him. Henry Spate has put a couple of weeks together here, yeah. and I think it's clear that the Brumbies backs weren't firing. Yeah. And what's so impressive about their ascendancy is now they've progressed from the forwards firing to the backs firing. Um, and Spate's the beneficiary of that. Is he? Is he coming back into a conversation? Well, we've
1: got a big Fiji following here on the podcast. Him and Corbetti have obviously listened and picked their games up, haven't they? As we've criticised them. Yeah, very impressive. Um,
0: banks. But who's the,
1: who's the pick out of those two? Not pretending either of them are getting a swag, but if you had to, who would you like? Who would you prefer?
0: A month ago, absolutely neither of them under any circumstance. Um, they were terrible. But based off the form of the last three weeks, I think Corabetti's more dangerous. I think Spate's better at positioning. Mm. And I think at this World Cup, you, the Wallaby back three without Old Main... I won't say his name. Um, will be collecting a lot of kicks. 100%. They'll be taking a lot of Someone's eyeballs. Someone's going to pick up that workload. Um, and they will be turning around and collecting a lot of grubbers. Because you want to beat the Wallabies. You, and hopefully it's not true with the form of the Brumbies and the Reds. But you, you attack their set piece. You make them challenge the ball the ball in the air and you turn them around. Um, and you put them under pressure. And our playmakers struggle with that. So, I don't know. I guess that's a conversation. Now, Banks, there was a lot of press on him making the Wallabies last year. Um, this year, I think it, it's probably died down a bit after the, the first few rounds where he was sensational. He sensational in the first few rounds. But, mate, without Falau, you can't rule this bloke out. And the reason I say that is because he's genuinely fast. Genuinely. I'm big on Maddox's skill set, but I don't think he's lightning. Um, I think Reese Hodge is very versatile, but he's slow. Three hips. Um, and then if you're looking at Spate and Corabetti, who've got a bit more pace about him out wide, it's I don't know if they've got the... I don't know if I got the complete game. Mm. Um, so I don't know, mate. Someone like, that, like Banks, you? no, I didn't like that, Jim. Felt the stereotype, so I pushed on. <laughs> um, someone like Banks does he offer something there? Um, I don't know. Interesting. I wonder where he'll, uh, how we'll go there. You don't like it? You feel like I'm. Yeah, no, I feel down. bad now. Because <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. You've made it like that. No, no I'm, I'm to blame here. It's my left wing sentiments that cost us. <laughs> and we're going to push on. Um, Pulu on the wing is is coming into form as well. I'd like to see him do a bit more work because he's actually lightning. He's the fastest guy in Australian rugby. I'd like to see a little bit more from him. Leo controlling the game just can't fucking goal kick.
1: No, just can't do it. Yeah, he was really poor actually. Hmm. And you know what? That really does hinder his Wallaby because if he's coming in, mate, you need to.
0: Mate, I think he's in there. Let's. He's not
1: on the run on, and he he's can't come off even the close. bench. He's not
0: even in the squad because if you're feding him about it. Like Foley, Quaid, Tamua, Beal, mm. was he fifth? Karevi, like is he fifth ten? No, Karevi's not playing ten. Fana?
1: yeah, he doesn't make it. He doesn't make
0: it. Even if you want to play that twelve channel, and if he's covering those two positions, you can throw Hodge into that equation too. Mm. And I mean, Checker was trying Hodge last year at ten. Don't know why. Yeah, sucks. Um, so I don't know. Interesting. I don't think he gets too much game time.
1: Hendricks uh, coming back after his old heart ordeal that I didn't know about until the commentators mentioned
0: it. That's I love, cool. I love that shit when the commentators actually drop some knowledge on you. Gordon Bray style.
1: Mm,
0: uh, they've go. done that. They've done their research, their homework. Um, Let's kick on. Hendricks was yeah awesome. Well, I just think the Brumbies, mate, they are they are well positioned. They've proper turned Canberra into a fortress. There is no reason they don't win this Australian Conference, and there's no reason they don't win their first final.
1: Well, they're off to Japan. Um
0: they, they should be looking to win comfortably with a bonus point. Y- You're
1: right, but on their day they suck too.
0: No. I don't I don't think so anymore. What if they won five from six now? At home. Yeah, but they're on a run, full They're start. on a run, they are on a run. And then I just think where do you beat the Summers? You beat the Summers the Scrum and line out. Where are the Brumby strong scrum and line out? Yeah.
1: And they're comfortable playing that boring style if it gets them the result. I reckon they've got a good coaching team, man. So do I.
0: And I think, well, old mate Scrum Coach is just a genius palmer.
1: And, yeah, and Laurie Weeks has fucking been round.
0: Yeah, and it's I think it's undeniable, mate, that Alan Toa is becoming world class. Mm. And that was said a few years ago that he might. I think he is. I'm stoked that CO's re-signed. Three years. I haven't seen that progression from CO. I think he's a good prop. I find it uncomfortable that he refers to himself as a veteran. It's been around a long time, granted, but, fuck, the dude's like 25. yeah. Yeah, make us feel old, Cut that out. Um, so, know I've got really, really high hopes of rummies. And I think, mate, we'll get to it when we get to the Sunwolves, but they're, they're spent, aren't they? Like they? There's nothing left. Well, let's segue to the Sunwolves. There's nothing left.
1: No, no. There's
0: absolutely nothing in that tank left. They've
1: got three, three, four rounds left, and they're done.
0: Yeah, I think the first half of the season, the travel hadn't killed them yet. They didn't, well, know, they kicked, year, they didn't know they were kicked out of the comp, um, and they had a little bit of fight left in them. Or they were angry to be kicked out. Now they just seem completely depleted, the Summles.
1: Great turnout, though.
0: Was it? Yeah.
1: Mm. They're, getting, they're getting numbers at Prince Chichibuyu Stadium, man.
0: Yeah. but I mean, you say that all you like, but we have a competition where no one is getting a crowd to any other ground. Mm. Um, there's talk of rugby not getting a deal from Fox Sports next time round.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's bad. This, dire circumstances.
0: We can't be playing all around the, the no. world games with 50 points in it. Yeah, it's but this,
1: this was reminiscent of a like a pool game in the World Cup, like Uruguay or something. Australia v. Uruguay.
0: Quaid just ripping. <laughs> yeah, I thought that. I actually thought interesting by Vessels to not rest players for this one. I think it's because they lost to the Bulls. He didn't have a choice. Because mm. the one argument against the Rebels is there's no continuity here. You're picking different blokes every week. Mm. We need to start picking the right guys week in, week out. I thought we would have seen some guys rested. We didn't. Um, and it paid off. They won by 50. But you're right, it's probably a pool game. You probably needed to rest a few blocks.
1: Yeah. Look, they, they've they got a soggy sale too. I mean, they haven't been playing great, but they can take this conference.
0: The Rebels? I don't think they can.
1: They can. They're only a point behind, man. Yeah, but
0: I just think the Brummies have got an easier run.
1: Yeah, I think so too.
0: I just think the the Rebels' best hope now, is if the Brummies don't stumble, the Rebels' best hope now is to, to get into the eight. Yeah. But what's that? You're playing Crusaders in Cross Church. Have fun.
1: Yeah. It was really disappointing to see the Sunwolves' effort here, that last Jack Maddox trial. Just like, just, what are you doing, man? Yeah, they, like, that's that, what I mean. They've that, done. They've spent.
0: They've absolutely given up. To talk about the, the Rebels, I think, I was impressed to see their scrum dominate. And I think it's that that thing if you can only beat who you play. So mm-hmm. we, we we've got to commend them for that. Um, Quay Cooper, but a, hey, it's a strange thing. He he literally looks like a demigod when he's playing shit opposition. Like you watch this, his long passing game is delicious. Like no one else in world rugby. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. That guy must play for the Wallabies. You have a point of difference based against off every of that game, but. You see him go to New Zealand and play the Hurricanes or the Crusaders. Yeah. And it's like, oh. Fuck. He goes
1: home crying. He can't play in New Zealand. We've got to pick Foley. Well, he plays well in Japan, evidently. And that's where the... Uh... <laughs> that's where the World Cup is. <laughs> so, it picks himself. Doesn't um, it? Well, Genia, hopefully he's alright. I thought he was dead. Yeah, he did die. Came back but Fucking full
0: on, mate. That shin to the head. I hope he's alright.
1: I haven't know. seen anything this morning about it. But, um, look, he walked off the field and he was sitting on the bench when it wrapped up. So... Yeah. Mate, mate, give him a couple of weeks off.
0: That's what I reckon. Let's not even... Let's not fuck around with these concussions. And that... It's it's Genia and then Daylight for the Wallaby Nine. Let's not risk anything here. It's a completely different game plan if you don't pick Genia. Have you ever had a really bad concussion? No. Once ever. Like, I've been knocked out probably three times playing rugby. But there was one... Ramwick broke my jaw. Um, I was... I've never, ever experienced anything like that. You see all the docos, the this, the that. I was literally like sitting there and I would be th- like, it would be like it was five years ago in my mind, the things mm. I'd be thinking of. Yeah. And then I'd be like, huh? And then I'd come to, it was like a month of headaches.
1: Mm. You are a little bitch, but.
0: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I just hear and refute that. But man, if he was out like that, he was like stiff as a board. Yeah. Have a fucking week off, mate. It's terrifying.
1: And it would play on your mind going into your next game, too. That shit lingers. Like, I don't know how Crotty puts a jersey on every week.
0: Yeah. Well, you saw guys like Eric Barnes. It was the only one we were playing in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> That's a full-on, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Rebels, you just fucked up last week.
1: And Brumby showed you why.
0: Yeah. Like, the Bulls were beatable last week, and you didn't do it, and you're paying the price for it.
1: Um, Crusaders Blues... Look, the only one out of this, fucking, they need Richie Moana playing. And B, are the Crusaders sort of chipped away a little bit? Are they the strong team that they've approached finals with in the past?
0: They're, they're a little bit different this year, the Crusaders, in that they're a bit hot and cold. Mm. Normally they're just hot. But, mate, I felt like they got the points early in this one and they kind of rested on that. Um, they just start better than anyone else. Does anyone hit harder than Reese on the wing, mate? He, I think of all the players, he's the one I'd least like to run at. He's my number one. That I'm not running at, mate. He's a big dude. He's a big dude. Um, look, their backline's legit, man. It's, it's absurd. I think their backline is the All Black backline post World Cup, some version of that.
1: Crotty's probably a bit past it. He's old. He's an old man.
0: Yeah, yeah. But that that becomes hmm. Um, You know, you throw a couple Barretts in there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: and, and all of a sudden, you got fucking something real special. Um, I don't think they had their strongest forward pack on the park, the Crusaders. Well, who when are they missing they? other than Reed, Who are they missing? Barrett, Whitelock, Tal Ford, Todd. They're big dudes. They, they get the job done. done. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Just, yeah, up front. I think the Blues are, are, are better than we think, and I think McDonald's got a lot of purchase out of them this year. Mm, I think so, too. I think uh, next year they will be legit. I just It's always hard with New Zealand. At the end of a World Cup, how many guys are leaving? Yeah. It's and I had Blues a go at you
1: about saying that about the Reds, and i got to hold true here. The Blues, they've been shit for a while, man. But they they show signs of getting better. I think they're a better team than the Reds. Yes. No. Nah. It's no way, man. The Blues That's just crazy. don't show any fight travelling.
0: This is a road game. Yeah, they show it's, it's not heaps <laughs> far, is it? <laughs> North Island is South Island. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think uh, Reds are showing a bit more promise. I think... Well, I just think it's that thing. The Reds are showing promise up front. The Blues are showing promise out wide. Yeah, maybe you're right. Uh, and, and what wins more rugby. Um, Crusaders continuing that steady march home. All right, the next one. Um, we've probably got a lot more to say because... First first Super Rugby game I've got to live this year. You're the same? Yeah. So the Tars and the Jags. Um, oh, I think it's... I mean, the ja- Argentina announced a 45-man World Cup training squad. Five of those players are overseas. The That's other 40 good. come from <laughs> the Jags. That's nice of them. Um, So they're finally playing like an international side, but they rested eight blokes for this. Yeah. Like, Creevy came off the bench. I think with what the Jags do very well...
1: Is there was no like amazing length of the field try shit. They just fucking defend four eighty and they don't give up.
0: And their offload game.
1: They're offload game strong, but their defense and they don't give up, man. They're two tries where one of them was a chip behind the play and one of them was just a line break turn try. Like they're not exceptional individuals, they're a good team.
0: Yeah, yeah. They look yeah, I I don't disagree with that. But when you talk up their defence which which deserves credit, let's look at the uh, The Tars attack here. The centre pairing, I tip the Tars, and the Carmichael comes off with a minute into the game. It's all over. If your centres are Faketti and Adam Ashley Cooper, and I know Fiketti ends up getting me out of the match, don't know how, blood can't pass. Uh, Yeah, who picked those three? Fiketti and um, and Adam Ashley Cooper as your centres there. There's no creativity. There's, there's zero, and I think Foley is a is a fairly creative 10, um, but more feeds off the players around him mm. rather than sparks it himself. So you're basically down then, and, and Newsom and Clark are very good at doing their job, but they don't offer anything else on the wings. You're down to what can Kirtley Beal spark? That, and that's, that's the back line. Let's throw a second man pass to get it to Kirtley. What can he spark? And sometimes he can spark something. Sometimes he can't. And that's it. That's all the Jags have but, to defend. But the
1: pressure that he has to be able to spark something is too much for one man to bear. Yeah,
0: but um, that's what I'm saying. The Jags, what do you have to defend? The Tars have zero forward runners. Fibs is the sloppiest halfback in the world at the Ruck. Foley's running lateral. The centres offer nothing. The wingers offer nothing. Can we defend Kirtley Bill? Yes, yeah, wait yeah if we we can nullify him we're definitely winning the game
1: what was most disappointing and we were talking about this yesterday when we're watching when they were trying their one outs to break some line and get an offload game going is what they would have had to be playing for and there was one fullback back and there was heaps of space on the other side for him to get some territory through a kick and then they'd wait until there was three
0: fullbacks and kick it straight to them
1: yeah like they're just persistence in trying something that hasn't worked for 15 rounds they
0: almost look Whether it's not coached or too coached, it's hard to say. It's like they've got their memo, we're not kicking. When the fucking kick's on, and when Mm. you're at the stadium, you're like, turn them around, turn them around. Jags are moving off the line here. Um, And then when the kick isn't on, it's like, oh, aimless kick to the back three, let's see their counter-attack. Very, very strange. And I think what else was clear... They
1: kick to open up the defensive line, so it's not as structured because it's not working. But they're just not very good at it.
0: I think what's clear is the Tars... um, Defensive line is fucking really slow, really slow to move, and doesn't win the contact. No, and and there's no and when you look at that team, you think, fuck yeah, all right,
1: Fitzpatrick's definitely not going to be able to tackle a couple of the boys in there. They're never going to get line on him. Um, Simmons, notoriously soft. Swinton. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we saw him galloping in the open, Rob.
1: Yeah, two weeks in a
0: row too. Yeah, he's galloping. He'd make a fine horse. Um, Simmons, now you're right. He can't win contacts. Swinton can't win contacts. Wells is a very small eight. He's a sevens player. Yeah, he, he gets bullied. Yeah, and he um, he
1: just lurks on the wing. Like, and then Hooper's small too. Kepu's
0: old mate. He just drops the ball a lot.
1: Adam was running mate. How I many? Yeah, exactly. In contact, his yeah. ball security in contact is atrocious. Yeah,
0: he's rubbish. Hooper tries his. Guts out. Mm. Um, and I think some people sort of went him on Twitter last night at the end of the game. I think you're directing your, your ammunition at the wrong bloke. But it's that age-old problem with Hooper is the Tars didn't have the ball in the first half because they don't have a seven who pilfers mm. I think Hooper got one pilfer, but he's not over the ball. So what's he bring? He brings incredible defensive game, and Jesus, he saves the Tars every week. Every week. And a decent running game, but he's just a little too small at both.
1: And you know what? When the Tars play shit,
0: Foley cops the brunt
1: of it. Phipps cops a lot, even if he's not playing. Yeah, yeah. He cops yeah, yeah. heaps. Um, Adam Ashley
0: cops it. It's just like it's Hooper's time now. Yeah, it's just come, it's come around to him. And I think unfairly maligned, but I do worry about what's mate I'm going to I'm going to say it he doesn't make my wallaby 15 hoops yeah I mean that's assuming Pocock will one day come out of this coma did uh, he fucking get a, like a scratch on his knee on his a ankle Achilles or ankle or something but it did must you be see bad. did you see that picture floating around on um on on Instagram <laughs> I'm was- in
1: for Poe's Instagram. He's putting up like videos of him when he was in younger teams,
0: training sessions he did four or five years ago. Oh, I'm going to describe it because people can't see But So it's just a picture of uh, Pocock and it's his injuries. Concussion, February 2019. Neck injury, November 2018. Neck injury, September 2018. Back injury, tightness, September 2011. Broken hand requiring surgery, September 26. ACL, 2012-2013. Another ACL, 2013-2014. Another knee surgery, 2014. Current calf injury, April 2019. Calf injury, October 2015. Knee surgery, January 2018. Knee surgery, November 2011. Is it any surprise he hasn't got on the field this year? No. And at what point do you value durability? Hoop hasn't missed a game, mate. Most cars, Tars captain of all time. Yeah. At what Not point... to mention
1: that he had a year off to study in Cambridge, didn't he, Pocop? Yeah,
0: yeah. And so at what point do we stop remembering the world's best player, David Pocock, and start thinking, that shit takes a toll, and he's played a game and a half this year. Hmm. Um, and then at that point, you'd got to, you've got to back Hooper and back him to the hill because there's, there's no third yeah. in that conversation. Um, so I don't know. I think Hooper's a bit unfairly maligned, but if... If we get some version of the Pocock of old, he is my Wallaby seven. I'm picking a six and an eight that can fucking carry and jump. So, Valentini's needs me six, mate.
1: What's going on here is Pocock is getting him physically, getting himself physically ready for the World Cup. Your this hope- is going to be his last dick.
0: You absolutely hope, Jim. And yeah, there's there's t- he's having a press conference, I believe, on Tuesday. So probably about the same time this podcast comes out about his playing future. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's. Just campaigning for the greens.
1: Fuck is he? Press conference is big. Yeah, you don't get yeah, a press uh, conference if you are going to resign. You get a press conference when you are leaving.
0: Yeah, and I think it, it's. I think it's probably um, time. Yeah, it's probably time. Um, so that'll yeah. be overseas. You reckon? Sh- I mean, the question is, does he? Just retire because he's had too many injuries. The bloke's clearly wants a, a you know, a career in horticulture or doing charity work over in Africa or politics in Australia. He's got the platform and the profile to do it. Um, and he has those interests and it's why he's so highly respected. Or does he just get another payday, France or Japan, for one or two? I don't know. I'm fucking take money, don't you?
1: It makes sense to go to Japan for a season or something. Play sort, sort your shit out here, get your degree, whatever it is that you want to do.
0: Yeah. And mate he deserves it. he's given his body to the game, I think as clear as day. Okay. Anyway, back on the Tars. Sorry. We we did we, we do love Pocock though. Yeah. How can you not? Uh back on the Tars, Curtis Rona, I think, has offered a lot from the bench. Um, an absolute lot, which we were shitting on him a few weeks ago. Mm. Um so that's good to see. Not much else coming off that bench though. No. Um, which is <laughs> sorry <laughs> there's nothing else to say about that I think the, the real the real shame for the Tars is Carmichael he's been their shining light this season he's been the one bloke who's really played above his weight genuine genuine contention I think for that squad in the Wallabies um, and MCL injury looks bad looks real bad season over Gibson he's having
1: said, he'll have a press conference
0: soon Gibson came out today said season done But I don't know if that means super rugby season or rugby season. Rugby. It's got to be. MCL's huge. Um, And I also worry that that hurts the Wallabies. Because I reckon that bloke at training carries a lot in terms of... There's just no way other players don't ask him about state of origin. Yeah. An NRL grand final the pressure of playing AFL. There's no way he doesn't have that intensity at training. Whether he's got the skill to make you 23, I think he offers a lot of training and, and the uh, Wallabies will miss that. Mm. So I think that's it's a big loss. you fall asleep, Jim. Yeah, sorry. It is early. <laughs> I'm uh, right. I'm back. I'm back. Uh, two more games this week. Storm is absolutely dusting the Highlanders, um, which sort of puts to bed our myth of teams traveling well.
1: Yeah, it does. And then the Lions going down to the Sharks. This is the end of the Lions era. They were close. They could have won one, but they didn't. Oh,
0: well, we, we push pushing from the Stormers game? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll push. We can do them collectively. Even. There was that one just fucking beautiful try from the Stormers where D'Alunde broke the line. Um, reminded me of the Quake Cooper to hodgeball. I absolutely love that shit, mate. Yeah, that look. Fucking flat ball at the line. Beautiful. The Stormers
1: won this game through and through it. It's not as close as the scoreline suggests
0: they scored in the 81st. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, good seeing a hollow back for the Highlanders. I think he, he's got a bit of work to do to get into that All Blacks fucking team. He doesn't make it. Yeah, but they love the incumbents over there in New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. Is he not the incumbent? Well,
1: the team that they take to the World Cup and the team that they're going to field at the Rugby Championship, do you think it's that different?
0: I would like to think it isn't because the All Blacks barely have played. They need a bit of continuity and they need to get on the park, but uh, fuck, it wouldn't surprise me. If they do the 2003 Steve kefu treatment. That's shit. Play different blows. Turinilli running on. It's madness. Um, next up, Sharks-Lions. Yeah, the myth of the Lions is over. They can't just keep cheating. They had to travel in this one. Not far, but. Um, not far, but the Sharks getting it done. Getting it done. That positions that um, African conference quite interestingly. It's anyone's game, man. Well, shall we... Shall we um, Talk briefly about each of the conferences and have a punt about who we think will be winning those. Yeah, we did that last week, so... Really quick, the Australian Conference. Brumbies 34, Rebels 33. No one else a chance, I think, at this point.
1: Three games left, bear in mind.
0: I just don't think anyone else can... I don't think the titles can make it from here. So we've got Brumbies or Rebels, who tops the conference?
1: I'm going to go Brumbies based on the run home. Both teams are playing the tyres, and then the Rebels are doing the Crusaders and the Chiefs.
0: All right, next up, Kiwi Conference. Canes and Crusaders obviously walk into this thing. Crusaders can't be caught at the top. Can the Highlanders make it in into the eight? Because at the moment, we've got four coming in from the South African Conference, which is just insane. Shows you the quality that they've travelled this year. Can the, I think? The, do you think the Highlanders make it?
1: Well, you look at the Highlanders next week. The Highlanders are playing the Bulls at home. The Bulls are coming from Queensland.
0: I, think, I, mean, I, I think the Highlanders are in trouble.
1: I think the Highlanders are in trouble because they're a good team, the Bulls. Yeah. And they're, they're cutthroat too. They need to get some wins together to see this thing through. So they're going to be fired up for that one.
0: And Wouldn't, wouldn't that be something if uh, we come to the finals and only two Kiwi sides make it?
1: Mm. It
0: would be very interesting. And that would
1: be a result of the Jags coming through, man.
0: Well, we moved to the South African Conference. Jags are at the top now. Um, And then, are they back home now?
1: No, they've gone to Queensland.
0: Um, Playing the Reds. fuck. That'll be a game. Big game. But they rested a lot of players this week. I reckon they could... Have they ever lost in Australia? I don't think Jags have, mate. Yeah. Well, I went and saw them play the Brumbies last year and they won. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the Jags take the Reds. If they take the Reds, they win the comp. Because then they're back home. Yeah. Not win the comp, they win the conference. And then they... Do very well in the comp until they have to go to New Zealand. Although they beat the Canes last week. And the
1: Jags having a final at home is a big one. It's a big thing. Yeah.
0: You've got to think the Sharks and the Bulls deserve to be in the finals. The form they've put on. Bulls are on their way home now. Yeah. Lions definitely not. They're fucking done. I hope no. they don't. And they've just genuinely cheated. <laughs> I
1: don't know if you can say that. Why have they got so many points that team? How there so many points in the South African Conference have they played more games? There's more evenly spaced. Yeah. Like, every team's above
0: 30. Must be a lot of bonus points. they fucking rigged it up Yeah. Wouldn't surprise Something's me. Something's up, man. Wouldn't surprise me. Um, All right. Uh, Sweet. Next question is, I threw it over um to Twitter. Oh, did you? And I'll, yeah, well, we'll just send a picture of us with our podcast. See a few things. questions. And um, we've got... First question, actually, for you is, are we done with forward passes? It's not a rule in rugby? It seems to have gone away a bit. Yeah. It's for
1: the, Do they miss them, or do they just want to see champagne? I haven't... Because if they just want to see champagne, come out and have a press conference on Tuesday. Let us know. Yeah. Because every time I watch a game with a neutral, they're just like, forward. Forward. And I find myself defending them until I realise, no, you're right, they yeah.
0: the, the majority of passes in rugby are forward.
1: Forward.
0: Anything <laughs> flat... Is forward. It's definitely forward. <laughs> it's an absolute, it's insane. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. What are the touch judges doing? No, not much. Is it because we hate scrum resets so much? They're like, oh, let it go. No one wants to fucking watch yeah. that. Just forward pass after forward pass after forward pass. I wouldn't mind something fucking going into that. Um, all right. How badly do we wish the shambolic island of 2019 to Australia instead of the Terminator version in 2018? Well, more than anything. You fucking kicked us while we were down. <laughs> Yeah. That that 2018 Island team is amazing. Outstanding. Um, next question, Jim. Why so serious? In what? In the picture I posted. It's 5am, really man. It's 5am. What do you mean to do? Uh, next why we... am I up here doing this now? <laughs> next question. You want to fit a workout in before lunch? Well, you know. Wouldn't mind. Uh, next question. Attendance seem to be getting worse and worse. How do we turn this around?
1: It's... Was a couple of heads
0: dedicated to that, I assure you. I think um, it's clear as day that this format doesn't work. Oh, fuck, they just changed the format so much. Yeah, well, this change? one doesn't work. We used to the get next crowds, one's not going to work. But we used to get 40,000 out to watch the fucking Tars v. the Cats.
1: Too many dotted lines have been signed. It's just chaos. It's years away from changing. Yeah. It doesn't matter if we win the World Cup, man. We made the final last year. Time.
0: I think we just need a new format. We need more televised games. We need some games on free-to-air. We need the media to get behind us and actually give rugby a decent run on Channel 7, 9, and 10 in the news broadcast. We need... I know you've
1: come on here and spoken about the World Cup being the the main comp. That's what we all play for. Fucking, if you look at these stats, man, it might be the Bledisloe. When that was a competitive competition, people showed up. Now it's just like, fuck all right, we're losing again.
0: No, I just think you need, the for Australian rugby to survive, the brand is not Super Rugby. Super Rugby is for diehards and add-ons. The brand is the Wallabies. We're in a successful Wallaby side. Yeah, but the the, the competitive nature and the, oh, who do you, who you go for, da da, da,
1: da comes from that close relationship between Australia and New Zealand like when that's a competitive market not a just like yes, a, I mean, we yeah, just need I the Wallabies competitive but if I'm we... saying that the bled is low the, the the deterioration of that competition is aligned with the
0: dwindling numbers yeah because we're not competitive I think it's as similar as the Wallabies are losing fans stop watching and then the Wallabies add,
1: aren't we won the World Cup man
0: we didn't <laughs> and I think losing New Zealand in the final was our win for us putting stock in a 2015 comp which was played at 3 a.m. in the morning, is the wrong way to look at it. it, Why is Super Ugly Crowd small? It's because the Wallabies keep getting shit pressed. The Wallabies aren't getting pressed. The Wallabies aren't winning. Hmm. We need a winning Wallaby side, and that'll translate over. We also need a competition that people can understand. You don't need a fucking economics degree to work out who's winning. Um, We don't need 7,000 confusing bonus points. Just fucking wins and losses, round-robin competition, guys. We need proper time zones, and we need to start the season with our teams playing at home for a couple of weeks in a row. That's what you need. Bring back old school tours. It's not week here, week there, different stadium, two weeks here. Mm. Oh, it's on at three am for the next month. Um, you need all of those sorts of things aligned and making a bit more sense. Um, a little bit more positively, is Super Rugby in Australia on the up and up? We've won in New Zealand. We're constantly competitive, traveling against New Zealand. We've won in Africa. We've got two teams in the top eight. We've got the Brumbies genuinely looking good. We've got the Rebels I would agree firing. with that. It
1: definitely seems closer than it has been years previous.
0: Um, is the negative then just that the Tars and Reds are failing and they're our normal strong sides? Is that why it might feel not as positive?
1: Yeah, maybe. It's hard to, it's hard to argue that the Tars are failing when they're coming second on 33 points.
0: The third. Which is 12th We're overall, do keep in mixing 15 in the comp. You're right, sorry, I apologise. It's early. <laughs> it is early. Um, is South Africa a chance at the World we'll Cup? Yeah. Yeah, I think it just depends what South Africa shows up. They've certainly got the players to do it. I think you've got Pollard at 10, they've got D'Alunde at 12, they've got firepower out wide, and they've got a monster pack.
1: And they're motivated from last time. Like, yeah.
0: having a shit World Cup last year, unacceptable in the land of plenty. Yeah. Um. Next question is, there was an absolute um, belter of a game, the Rats v Manly, which is the most intense rivalry ever. I saw some video footage of mm. the fans going. It each was like
1: 26-3 or some shit at halftime to the Marlins, and then they came back and won it. The and you
0: Rats. watched um, Southern Districts by Sydney Uni? No, yeah, that's fucking Eaton, man. Um, ha- the question is, how good's club rugby? Yeah. Right. It is, and it's funny, isn't it, that that's never never lost. Actually, I'll segue that over. What did you think about uh, Waverly v. Kings before the Tars game? I was into it. I liked it. Um, I
1: just, can it be interpreted as like a bit like people scratching each other's back a bit? Like who outside of someone who attends a Catholic school or a private school gives a shit?
0: I don't know, there's a lot of people that went to those schools. I think rugby's actually built off that model.
1: So you reckon you've got to pump it up, but does that ostracise other communities? I just think it's, you've got to
0: double down on what you're good at. At Bankwest Stadium. Yeah, that, that bit's odd. But I actually think you need to double down what you're good at, which is we can't lose private schools to AFL. I mean, we're two public school teachers who want rugby out west, we want rugby into public schools, and we want club rugby growing. It should be a game for everyone. Let's be real for a minute, though. Rugby only exists because the 10 prestigious schools in New South Wales and Queensland play. And which feed into universities. Which feed into the unis and feed into the super rugby sides. I
1: fucking loved it when I found out. I was like, that's fucking sick. But That's me as an old boy. I don't know how
0: someone who didn't go there feels about that. Yeah, but I think that's your crowd, mate. People who went there. And I think you need to give them something that they want. I actually think it's dark, but I think we've got to get more fucking college football about our private school football. Mm. We've got to televise that shit. Mm. We've got to make it big. But then bring back scholarships, man. All give that... Give
1: that- Give that kid who's not in the position to go there a chance. You reckon they don't have scholarships? Let's oh, make big things of them. Make celebrities out of these Remember
0: kids when things. we were at school, mate? Yeah. You just sharpened your 11. They abolished 11. them.
1: They abolished them. Year 7, we had the best team in the world and they just got rid of all scholarships. <laughs> and then we you sucked. Just,
0: you sharpen your 11, 15 kids you've never seen before. <laughs> and now they in, the, kids, and now so in now. the bottom maths class and ripping at rugby. <laughs> yeah, it was. You'd come to year 11, and there'd just be 10 adults in your year, year group. <laughs> um check uh Gibson need to be fired
1: yeah yeah no he's done thanks mate
0: not even thanks fuck off mate <laughs> what are you playing at it's just been it hasn't been I mean, hasn't had success crazy thank you absolutely crazy um all right anything else there, Jim Nah, it's all good you want to save your tips your projections and shit Oh look, we can tip quickly into next week. Hey, oh, actually, I've got to I've got to give credit because we're running a tipping comp. For those of you, most of you are in on that. Um, I'm no longer first, Jim. Yeah, I know. The fucking tars. Is that the only? Is that that's what you're it. down to? Yeah, it? we were we were equal first going into this round. And he's got the perfect round. The oh, tars good on boss. Who? I'm, who? I'm brick. Yeah, Brick.
1: Well done, Brick. That's my that's my pseudo account, man. But I've I just got two. I've lured you in the
0: trap. I'm All two spoons and Brick. Whoever you are, bro, can you come out and tell us that you're not actually Jim? Um, oh, it hurt though. Look at that though. I've got the best points difference of anyone. Oh, fuck no one does points difference. If you're riding on that, you're an idiot. I'm second, Jim. What are you? I'm
1: deep. I'm deep. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bulls, Blues. I'm going Bulls.
0: Ah, uh, yep, me too.
1: Rebels, Tars.
0: Tars.
1: I'm going Rebels.
0: Yeah, it's it's hard to it's hard to see how the Tars can win this. Although the Rebels just cannot beat the Waratahs. No, they can't. It's like their hoodoo side um, that they just can't beat. And Foley just is like, "All right, Quade, you want to be Wallaby ten? Fuck you. Yeah, no, I'm going to no, play no the best I've ever played." Um, mate, I don't reckon the Tars will lie down here. But if if the Rebels have got any fight in them, they're winning this game. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Samuels, Brumbies. Brumbies. Chiefs, Crusaders. Crusaders. Reds hags going the hags It's hard not to and they rested a lot of players who will be ready for this one Like they they'll be this game is a winnable game for them and if they want a home
1: final they need to win this
0: And let's be honest mate at this point they're Argentina you, If you're Argentina you got to be able to beat Queensland 100% 20 year old Queensland well, Queensland
1: yeah. Colts you can beat them the, the 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 fucking Reds team is the lineup to Greenwood on a Thursday night <laughs>
0: No one's got that reference That isn't heaps old (laughs) Um, Sharks, Canes Oh shit We got a match
1: Canes about a week off But have they? Yeah Yeah, no, Canes Fuck it Two weeks to fly over there I'm
0: into that That's a good run I'm on the Sharks Lion Stormers Stormers and that'll, that'll be the end of the lines, if that's happening. Well, Smart. thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Um, follow us on Twitter. Jim, what's our Twitter handle?
1: Rugby hand? underscore podcast. We're getting better at that. We should still do it at the beginning instead of the end. I don't think many people stay with us. No, that. there's no one still listening.
0: Do no. who's not listening? Dick. No, old mate's brother that we met last night that said, oh, you guys doing the podcast, I tried it once. Hated it. <laughs> <laughs> You're still doing it? Oh, absolutely. you. <laughs> absolutely hated it. It's just you guys swearing and stuff. No, yeah. we're not in. He had some opinions of his own, not too far from ours. Yeah, similar. Um, all right, well, thank you for listening, and we'll speak to you next week. Cheers.
1: Bye-bye.